0: Well, I may be back, we'll see. Buddy, this is episode 134 of the long overdue Lost Trail Runner podcast. Hope you enjoy it. We'll see. I'm out on the back side of Stone Mountain on the trail around Venable Lake right now, and I've got my recorder going, and we'll see what I come up with. Okay? been quite a long time since I've done any recording and I haven't been in the mood and I'm still really not in the mood but I thought since I put out my last podcast which was a rerun of one I recorded with Laura I decided I should at least try to put out one that was fresh so today is I think March 21st or 22nd 2021 probably the last podcast I actually recorded was (laughs) probably almost a year ago by now maybe not maybe I did one better than that but I wouldn't guarantee it you may hear wind noise because the winds blowing but hopefully not won't be too bad because I've got the little lavalier mic with one of those little windscreens on it but I'm not knowing how good they're going to work. <clears throat> so, what's been happening since the first of the year? Not a whole lot. I kind of got burned out. I'm I'm doing Galloway's training pro- program, you know, the customized training. And I... Just got where I was just burned out feeling I didn't I did I didn't mind running I just didn't want to train i I really I really didn't want to have any set regimen that I had to do I wanted to go when I felt like running I just go out and run when I didn't feel like running I wouldn't run so even though I was doing the training plan allegedly I really wasn't I some days I would, and some days I wouldn't. So, after a period of time, I was on Training Peaks logging something, and I saw I guess I, I might have got an email. I probably got an email uh, about the 8020 training uh matt fitzgerald eighty twenty which is eighty percent easy and twenty percent hard basically, which is pretty much a standard thing you know that's that's kind of a lydiard type training program as far as I'm concerned anyway <laughs> I went on training peaks and you can you can select schedules on training peaks and subscribe to them so i got Matt Fitzgerald, his 5k training plan and his half marathon training plan and uh, started, I think I started out with the 5k and I just just wasn't in the mood because 5k you're, you're really trying to work more on speed and I wasn't in speed mode I have been in speed mode for years so I decided I would switch and I got the half marathon program and put it on training peaks and that was more to my liking uh, because you would have like a 20 let's say a 30 minute run right you'd warm up for say five minutes in zone one and then you'd run 20 in zone two and then you'd go back to five minutes in zone one to finish for a half hour so I I was doing that and then there were many varieties of that and then when I updated it uh, it switched a little bit but I, I found that doing that training schedule fit right in with my run-walk training that I was doing with Galloway as far as when I would do the five-minute warm-up, I was running 15 seconds and walking 30, and it would put my heart rate right about where it was supposed to be because zone one for me according to the training plan was 100 beats to 113 I think it was so doing a run walk of 1530 put me right in that zone and then when I switched to zone two for the 20 minutes these are all short the short runs uh short easy runs let me put it that way The 20 minutes of zone two, if I switch to 30 seconds run, 30 seconds walk, it would put me pretty much right in that zone and I could stay right there pretty easy. So I like doing that and I kind of drifted away from the workouts on my Galloway program to the workouts on the Fitzgerald 208020 program but still using my heart rate the way and my run walks the way you do on the other so I did that for a while and uh, I just this week decided to switch back to my regular Galloway cuz I I I have always had trouble sticking to a particular training program I'll go you know a couple of months and then all of a sudden I just I don't know if it's just boredom or what it is but I I start looking for something else to do and then I'll switch so having those kind of gives me a little bit of option I can still do my Galloway training but just a little bit different type workout and uh So, but since I switched back, I, the first part of the week, this week, I rode my bike on Zwift for two days, one day for, like, boy, the wind's blowing, I hope that's not too bad. Uh, I, the first day, I went into the jungle area on Zwift, and road uh, I think it's a Mayan loop or something anyway there's a lot of climbing and 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 it really I mean I was it's going up those hills you know like six miles an hour or something so I ended up and I always like to try to go at least eight miles when I'm riding my bike that's kind of my minimum workout so I got in eight and a half miles the first day but my I think my average speed was only like nine and a half miles an hour because there was so much uphill and I was going so slow and it didn't seem to make any difference what I did I I wasn't going any faster going uphill so then the uh, next night I did uh, what is called the I think it's called the Beach Island loop It's about an eight-mile loop that goes through the volcano on Watopia. If y'all haven't done Zwift, then you probably have no clue what I'm talking about. But anyway, Watopia is this big virtual island that all this stuff takes place on. And all the roots are on Watopia. But anyway, I got in uh, I think about 32 minutes that night, and I got 8.4 miles, so I averaged between 14 and 15 miles an hour that night, so I I felt a little bit better because when when you're riding, you know, you're always hung up on what your speed is. You really shouldn't. What What I really did was I was paying more attention to my heart rate. I wanted to be pretty much at least in zone one, which is having my heart rate above 100. And uh, I did that, so that was okay. So that was like Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday I did a 80-20 workout, uh, 30 minutes. I think it was a 30-minute run where I did let me see how that thing worked out. It was a three three different zones. The first first zone was zone 1 where I warmed up for 5 minutes. I think yeah. I think that's right. 5 minutes. Then I went to zone 2 for 15 minutes and then I went to zones three for ten minutes so I had a 30 minute workout zone one two and three and that was good of course then the next two days I just for some reason things came up and I just didn't do anything I, I didn't run I didn't walk I didn't ride my bike for two days uh, and uh, then well that was Friday and Saturday I must have done anyway I got four workouts in for the whole week so three days I didn't do something I don't know what day I skipped maybe I was off Monday and I did Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday then took off Friday and Saturday well anyway Sunday I switched back to my regular Galloway training, so that was uh, a seven mile easy run. So that's what I did, I did seven miles, that was yesterday. So I'm back on my Galloway training where I'm supposed to be. and. I guess I'm going to stick on that for a while because it feels kind of good to be back on it. Man, this. Let me take a picture of this. I guess I took one. Let me take another one. Yeah, I've got my GoPro with me, but I got it set on photo. So I'm uh, walking on this trail, it's pretty ratty, (laughs) so I'm not going very fast, I'm just moseying, but I want to take a picture of the, I'm I'm right on the edge of the lake, and the roots and the rocks and the stuff are sticking out all over. Anyway, so that's kind of what I've been doing I ran I ran a virtual 5k in uh let's see what my shirt says February 4th through 7th was the stampede in the park virtual 5k I ran the regular 5k last year the first time it's a A fundraiser for I think it's for the Meadow Creek High School cross-country team I'm not sure but that's what I think it is and they hold it down in Lilburn Park which is where I run a lot anyway and Lilburn Park's flat as a pancake they're in the hill in sight down there so last year I ran it and I didn't win my age group and of course this race is a small race So they don't have it divided up like other races. I mean, I uh, was in the 60 and over age group. So I don't know what age, I I mean, what place I finished last year. But this year, the virtual version, it was still 60 and over. And uh, you had... Three days to do it in, so I went down to Loburn Park and ran it. And it turns out I won my age group, 60 and over, which is good. Oh, here comes somebody on the trail. How you doing? Right, come on. Come on. <laughs> this is muddy in places. Yeah, Yeah, well, you're the only person I've seen. So, <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> the other guy's hiking the other way. I don't know if I call. It, I guess, I guess this is. I don't know. I call it walking. Other people call it hiking, because when you're on the trail, I guess that's a hike, huh? But man, I am chugging along here. It's such a slow pace. My watch says 26 minutes. <laughs> Average that's pretty slow. But this is if you look at my Galloway training plan, it's a cross training day and it just says enjoy yourself, so that's what I'm doing. I'm just out here walking on the trail and it's a it's a uh Nice day, I guess I took a picture. Now it's powering off, huh I don't know <clears throat> GoPro take a photo. I don't think I have it set up to for voice command. And I don't know which GoPro I got here. I got so many now, and I don't use them like, I mean, I bought them. I've got a 5, a 6, a 7, and an 8. And then I've got a GoPro, one of those 360s that takes 360 photos or videos. And I haven't really put them to use like I'd planned on. And I need to start doing that. Not necessarily put them on YouTube because I've got a problem with YouTube. They've been, they messed with me. I uh, when I do a podcast uh, and I I put I if I record it on Spreaker, which is a particular application that I put it on, it automatically uploads it to uh, YouTube. Just the uh, audio version, right? Well, I've had podcasts on YouTube for like, uh, I don't know how many years, quite a few. All of a sudden I get notices start telling me your, your podcast is going to be restricted because of content to over 13-year-olds. And I'm going restricted. My my podcasts, I don't cuss on them. I don't, there's nothing, there, there's absolutely nothing controversial on my podcast. I don't talk politics. I don't cuss. I don't, you know, nothing risque on there. I just, pretty much just what I'm doing right now. And I get these notices. They start popping up. I must have got 10 of them for various episodes of my podcast and I'm going, what is this? And of course, one of them, I just uh, disputed it and sent it back. Well, I never heard anything. I mean, it's the most communistic, I don't know if that's the word, communistic, totalitarian bunch when it comes to censorship that I've seen. I mean, they're they're censoring my podcast for no reason. And I have no recourse. So I think I'm going on Spreaker and just telling it not to uh, send it to YouTube anymore. I, I don't need to deal with them. That's just stupid. You know, I really don't want the hassle. The only reason I put it going into YouTube, it was just, you know, it was it was available. And I went, okay, well, I'll put it on there. And then I get this crap from them. So I just go, nah, I ain't playing that game anymore. So you can't even have a running podcast without them messing with you. So I'm just really unhappy. Okay, let's get back to running. Uh, I found that, you know, last year, I registered for uh, Disney, the Star Wars Rivals 5k at Disney World in April and it got canceled. So they sent back, or they refunded my hotel fee and the race fee and all that. But they didn't refund the park passes. They just said I could use them anytime, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how long I got. So I just happened to go on the run Disney thing. And this year, they're having the Star Wars Rivals (coughs) weekend, but it's all virtual. So I signed up for the 5K virtual, which is, I think, supposed to be the 15th of April, tax day. So I'm going to run that. See if I can do better than I've been doing because my I realize I'm getting old okay but I'm still hung up about pace I guess if you're a runner you always are you always remember what you used to be able to do and I mean when I did the uh, stampede in the park virtual of course when you're running by yourself which I did It's hard to have a good pace I mean you don't have anybody you're competing against so you're just doing a time trial and I'm not good at doing time trials because I go you know like when I did it this time I ran the first mile doing I think 45 30 run walk and then I did the second mile, 30-30 walk, And then the third mile, I did 45-30. And I ran like a 35-minute 5K. And to me, that's really slow. <laughs> I mean, my PR for 5K back when I was younger when I was running was 18:45 that's a long ways between 18:45 and 35 minutes you know and you always have that PR in your mind and you always go I know I can go faster than this so like like I but but <laughs> then I come up against the uh thing like i said a little bit ago when i got the training programs from eighty twenty, i started the 5k and then i just didn't want to do it because there was more speed involved well that would make me faster so it's kind of one of those things i don't want to run fast in training but i want to run a fast race <laughs> so you're gonna if you really want to run a fast race, you got to train to run a fast race. And I haven't been doing that for years. I've always kind of procrastinated and, you know, just did my base training, basically. And so if if I want to do a decent 5K race, I'm going to have to just break down one of these times and actually train. And it's really hard for me to when I'm a geezer like I am to get my mindset to do that I just really uh, am not into it there's some people look like they're fishing or maybe they're just relaxing I thought they were fishing but they they got folding chairs right on the bank of the lake, smoking cigars. They don't even have fishing poles with them. So I guess they're just enjoying the woods out here. Here comes one more person walking down the trail the opposite direction. Hi, how you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, it's a little bit warmer out here today than I thought it was gonna be. I wore well I had a short sleeve t-shirt on anyway, and I put a long sleeve t-shirt on over it. So now I'm sweating. <laughs> but that's okay. Ah, uh, maybe one more picture. somebody coming up behind me so I might let them go ahead and pass me and then I can talk some more now where I am on the trail right now was what I used to consider halfway around the mountain right here how you doing okay And I used to run on this trail training. I think I, we counted it about six miles around it was probably around 5.8. This was before there were GPS watches and there's this big old I don't know, it's a sweet gum tree I think it is and it was I figured about three and a half miles into the run based on my training pace back then that's all we went on was what our training pace was you know like in order to I mean I used to train like at 845 to 9 minute pace that was kind of standard back then so based on that pace out here It came out that that would be about halfway around the mountain and if I could do a 8.45 race pace nowadays I'd be happy (laughs) I mean we'd we'd run out here and it was always 8.45 nine-minute pace sometimes 9.15 9.30 but usually right around the nine-minute range and felt good, I love to do it. I don't know if any of y'all know who Benji Durden was he He qualified for the Olympic Marathon in nineteen eighty, and that was the year that Jimmy Carter boycotted the Moscow Olympics, so Benji didn't go, but he had run I think a two ten marathon that to qualify. but he used to run out here on this trail training in a full rain suit in the summertime I mean it would be 90 degrees and I'd see him out here with long training pants on and the jacket just sweating I think he must be a coach or something out in Colorado now I haven't heard anything about him in a long time This turned out to be a, it's definitely not an exercise walk. Let me put it that way. It's more of a meandering pace. Let's see what I got here. Maybe I'll switch my GoPro to, there, that's film. Let me just film this for a while Uh, it was oh wait see there's the back side of the mountain over there the carvings on the north side this is the south side and uh, of course the woods are pretty leafless now you can see Not many leaves around here, but they should be coming back pretty soon because this is the middle to end of March and April things will be popping out. I mean, some trees are starting to get a little green, but not very many. But you can see how this trail is. This is this trail, from the time I started running on it until now, has <laughs> it's like a thoroughfare now. This is like wide. It used to be a single track, or pretty close to a single track. Now it's like a four lane highway in this section anyway. And you can see it's right on the edge of the lake on this part. And that's Venable Lake out there. That's the... named after the person who... I guess he gave this property to... I don't know, Daughters of the Confederacy, I think it was. And then they gave it to the state of Georgia to run, so, but it's been out here a long time, and of course the company that runs this park for the state of Georgia, I think is bailing out because of the COVID's kind of you know they—they have like attractions on the other side, and they've been closed down for a year now. So there's not much tourism to be made on the park <laughs> when all your attractions are closed down. They're really—I don't know that you call them attractions. You know, it's kind of like a village over there. Uh, where you can buy stuff and all that plus then they have a train that goes around the mountain but and a sky lift that goes to the top of the mountain and that's about it so snow mountain park is is more a park for outdoor people to come out and walk and run and ride bikes and families to come out and picnic cuz they've got picnic areas two so it's a pretty nice place plus there's a golf two golf courses over on the other side and I work over there part-time a couple of days a week so well that ought to be enough video I'll I'll put this video probably on my Facebook page, Lost Trail Runner Facebook page because so I'm, I'm not going to put it on YouTube, that's for sure. I might make like a, what they call a quick, uh, GoPro has a quick program that kind of edits it for you and puts music to it, so you probably wouldn't hear my voice. So I'm going to turn it off. How you doing? Hi, right, good, how are you? Okay. in a creek right here. In the water, I'm going a different way to get over it. The part I'm walking on the trail is just a loop around the lake. I'm not on the, uh, I'm on, right now I'm on part of the trail that I call the Six Mile Trail. But it's just the one side of the lake where the other side of the lake and this side connect. So it makes about a, close to a two mile loop. Or maybe not. I've got 1.35 miles right now. So, I, I signed up for Peachtree again, and allegedly it's going to be in person this year. I ran it virtual last year. Uh, I was trying to think if me and Laura did it together or not. Anyway, did it virtual last year. This year I signed up to do it in person. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. And I think there may be an option to switch to virtual because you could register either way and it was the same price. So maybe if, you know, I decide I have to run it virtual I'll just switch but if it's in person I'll run it in person I'd rather do that and have a real race for a change even though my time will probably suck Uh, but that's in uh, July so right now I've got the Disney Star Wars rival 5k in April I got Pitch Tree in July. That's the only races I got on my agenda. Now last year the first the first virtual I ran was the Aravipa Strong 5K. It's put on by Jamil Curry, the Aravipa organization out in Arizona. And I'm debating I might do that again this year. I just got an email. Time to register for that. Just to support them, you know. Because I don't want these race companies to go out of business so that when things clear up, there's nobody to put races on. That'd be kind of disappointing. So, that's really the only reason I do virtuals. Not because I'm inspired to do them. Just more of a you know, trying to help these outfits stay going which to me is important of course Atlanta Track Club, you don't have to worry about they (laughs) they got all sorts of money and membership and everything else so, but as far as well, Disney's got all the money too, but like Garavipa, I don't know. That's different. And like the the Stampede in the park that I ran uh, to help Meadow Creek High School cross country. That you know those kind of races, even though they're not in person now, I figure you know can do them. Help out a little bit. I haven't been running on the trail that much lately for some reason. Maybe because it's just convenient to go down to Lilburn Park and run on the Greenway Trail on the pavement. Hi. Uh, But I need to get back out on the trails. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know when it was. I bought a pair. This is a while ago of, I hadn't, I hadn't worn Nike's shoes forever. I mean, I just quit wearing Nike's altogether. I've been wearing Hoka's and Altra's and Solomon's stuff like that. And then Nike came out with the infinity run react infinity run and I bought a pair of those and they were super comfortable nice and good cushioning so I like those shoes after a while I got a second pair of infinity runs and then they came out with the infinity run version 2 well I ended up getting a pair of them too. So then I had three pairs of Nike road shoes. Well now they came out with the Zoom X. What's the thing called? Zoom X. Invincible. Invincible run or something. I bought those. They're they're expensive, too expensive. I don't know why I did it, but but talk about comfortable. Those shoes. I mean, I wouldn't put them in the category of running. You know, it's not a racing flat. Let me put it that way. It's it's high stack high height, uh, super super cushy that. That ZoomX foam is the kind they put in their, their uh Marathon racing shoe with the carbon fiber plate in it. But these things are really stacked and uh comfortable. And that, that seven mile run that I did yesterday was the first run I did in them. And you you know they always say Try to break a shoe in, well, I just put them on and ran and talk about comfortable whole seven miles. I mean usually, my feet after a while they're going to start hurting. I think it's old age, right, but these shoes very, very nice, so. As far as a long run shoe, uh, easy training day shoe, uh, daily trainer shoe, I would put them in that category. I wouldn't put them in category for racing. I mean, you probably could. and And I mean, if you're not, if you're like me, yeah, you could wear them in a race because I'm not going to go fast anyway. But somebody that was actually racing wouldn't wear a pair of Uh, Zoom X Invincibles to, you know, to race in. They would be wearing something lighter and faster, but they are really good, good shoe. And I, for some reason, I just wasn't into Nikes for quite a while. I think it had a lot to do with uh, heel lift and stuff like that. With the uh outro, you got the zero heel lift, and with uh hoka, you're running around five four or five millimeter heel lift on those but, but something about these the, the 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 infinities and and the invincibles both of those are. To me, really good running shoes. Comfortable, which is what I'm into nowadays, comfort. And I still, ELO, and then I have my Hoka rincons what I throw right in that same category. Those are comfortable shoes, too. So, I guess that's my shoe review for this podcast of those Nikes. <laughs> But all of us, I went on a Nike spree there for a while. I got, I got the Kyger Fives, Kyger Sixes. Those are trail running shoes, lightweight. Then I got uh, the Wild Horse Sixes. That's a trail shoe, and all all of those are good trail shoes. And then right after I got them, I was I was wearing my Kyger Fives out here, and I tripped on a rock and fell on the trail and hit my knee, right on a rock. I ended up in the emergency room the next day and had to get it cleaned out. So it looked like I was gonna get infected, and I hadn't really, I can't say that's the reason I haven't been running on the trails that much, but it probably is. I have run on the trail some but not as much as I like, and i got to get back into it. Which now that the weather's coming around where it's going to be a little bit warmer, I'll try to get on the trail more often. I may have a meandering podcast here, who knows, if the sound came out okay, I can't guarantee anything. But we'll see how it worked out because where I'm walking now, there's no wind blowing. So that's good, but when I was on the other side of the lake, it was kind of windy, so we'll see. I've run into quite a few people on the trail today, all walking. I haven't run into any runners usually. There's a couple of people running out here. I didn't think I'd run into anybody out here on the trail of because this is a Monday afternoon early. Well, not that early anymore. It's, it's 445. Oh, and I when I did the virtual stampede in the part 5k, I I won my age group, and I won a twenty-five-dollar gift certificate at uh, a run and shoe store. So now I got to figure out what I'm going to do with that twenty-five bucks. (coughs) I need to. It's called Big Peach Running Company in Swanee, Georgia. Well, that's where they are. They got more than one store, and. So I guess I'm gonna to have to go over there sometime in the next week or two and see what I can come up with. I know $25 isn't gonna get me much, so I know I'm gonna be spending some extra money. That's, I think that's the whole point of a, one of those $25 gift certificates, isn't it? To get you in their store so you can spend some more money. But that's okay. Keep them in business. So maybe I should do some speed work so I can run that Star Wars rival Star Wars Rivals 5K faster, huh? (laughs) I think it's too late. Well, I don't know. This is what the 21st, 22nd. Today's the 22nd, so I've got a little less than a month. I could, I could do some speed work and get faster, couldn't I? Of course. The catch is having the real desire to do it. That's the question. I haven't had that real desire. And the problem is I only get to run with Laura like one day a week. So I'm running by myself all the time. And I think I'd really be more motivated if I had people to run with. You know, I, I'm, I've am i always been a solitary runner, but I've always had somebody I could run with if I wanted to and lately I haven't had anybody because I'm too old <laughs> I mean like the guys that I used to run with have either quit running or just walking or something you know and the the People that I could run with are a lot younger and run a lot faster than me now, so I couldn't keep up with them, I don't guess, unless unless I got into some run-walk people that were doing the same type of training I was doing, you know, run-walk Galloway, but I really don't have any running friends anymore, basically like I used to, so I'm just kind of on my own most of the time except for Laura. And she's the only one of my kids that's really run from, well, she ran cross country in high school, and she's run all these years off and on, you know, not not seriously, sometimes trying to be serious and sometimes not, but just consistent running. But my, my oldest son had the talent. When he was in the ninth grade, he was running 17 minute 5Ks in the ninth grade. And then he just quit. And my youngest son, he played soccer and he was really good. And when he got his first girlfriend, he quit everything. You know, that was the ruin of him, <laughs> girls. So I've been trying to work on him to get him to do some kind of run under exercise because he really needs to do that. It would be good for him. And my second oldest son, he does run. But I don't know how consistent he is. He was consistent for a while. He lives out in Carrollton. And he, he bought a... He got one of those treadmills that has the videos that go with them where you can, like, run with somebody. And he, I think he uses that sometimes. But I haven't seen him very much. Like, he, he was posted on Strava whenever he'd do a workout. And, I haven't seen any of those in a while so I don't know if he's doing anything or not. So as far as being consistent, consistent, Laura's been consistent forever. And if she's not running, she's walking every afternoon with her mother over in Hartwell. I think they go out every afternoon and do like three mile walk. So. So like I said, I get to run with Laura once a week usually, and that's about it, and anything else I'm just kind of on my own, have to entertain myself, so if I can get used to recording on my runs, maybe you guys can go on a run with me, you know, how's that sound? good or bad I don't know we'll see I'm just almost finished with my walk I've got 2.1 miles right now okay now I'm back to the road so all I got to do is walk less than a tenth of a mile on the uh, Sidewalk here back to the parking lot where my car is So I'll get Probably a little over 2.2 miles for this walk (laughs) But no telling how slow it is it's really slow There went a tri bike there's a road that goes around the mountain that's five miles so the standard and on this sidewalk I'm walking on it's the five mile loop around the mountain so you can come out here and run five mile loop but right next to it they've got the the road around the mountain the paved road divided in half it's one way for cars going around counterclockwise and The other side, going clockwise, is divided basically into two lanes, one for running and one for bicycles. And uh, so you've got the sidewalk you can run on, or you can run on part of the road, and then you've got the bicycle lane on that side too. So, let me see. I guess it's time to stop my run. I got 2.23 miles. I took a photo of the uh, road to show you. Okay, I guess it's time to shut this. uh, quarter off and uh, take it home and see what I got.